Maybe don't know. Maybe don't. This time, 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 You aren't actually training. Training is extra popular right now. Everybody and their mom want to train, has training advice, and can give you a three-minute video depicting their training. This may sound like a plus, particularly for someone who sells training programs, but that isn't necessarily the case. Just take a look at your Instagram feed. Click on the first training video you come across and you'll find 27 comments from people tagging their friends. We have to do this. No, you don't. It's a good bet that it won't help you at all. Or if it does, it's only because you're so untrained that you'd probably get that much stronger just by watching Cliffhanger. You already know my thoughts on doing the same workouts as your friends, so we don't need to go into that. What you want to do is work out. This isn't training. Two totally different animals. Semantics, you say. Blah, blah, blah. But for me, these are important semantics. So, what's the difference? Working out is essentially the pursuit of being tired, with sweaty clothes and next day soreness. It's unlikely that simply working out will make you much better, because it lacks direction and specificity. Training is a series of progressive, measurable workouts that move toward a clear set of goals. Training takes into account the strengths and weaknesses of the individual athlete and stays specific to the needs of that individual athlete. Not the same. Now, to play devil's advocate, because I like doing that, it's possible that the workout video you're watching is exactly what you need. Doubtful, but possible. However, 9 times out of 10, most people don't have a clue what they need, so every workout video, even when they contradict each other, is the right one. This isn't to say that working out is bad, and I'm not saying that these videos aren't useful. They give a glimpse into how the pros work out, which is interesting to see. For me, they give an idea of how much further climbing can go when smart training finally takes hold. And frankly, most of you could use a workout or two. Just keep in mind that you can't do a little training. You can't go into the gym and train a few times before the road trip. It doesn't work that way. Training takes thought, diligence, and dedication. Working out can happen spur of the moment, but training requires planning and sacrifice. There are plenty of ways to train, even if you don't know how to get started. Talk to someone you know who has a track record. Hire a coach. Check out one of our proven plans. And finally, Really pay attention and learn to put your ego aside to self-evaluate or take criticism. Or just go work out. There's no shame in that. Just stop telling everyone that you're training. My name is Jess West. I am a power company climbing coach with you. Um, I am also the community and events coordinator with Kaya, um, the climbers app. If you haven't heard of it, check it out. Um, and yeah, I, uh, have a huge coaching background and this topic that we're talking about is very near and dear to me because, uh, I don't actually train quite often. Well, I would, you know, also 
besides just being a coach and a community and events organizer, you have been a, a dancer in the NBA in the past. And I think you're one of those people in the gym, um, whatever kind of gym, I'm not just talking about a climbing gym, but you, you exude this confidence and coolness that I think people are really either drawn to or just want to be like. So I think well, there's that too. That's a huge compliment. Um, I I think it's because I've, I've been in a lot of different scenes, like you said, with, you know, between dance and, you know, I've been to so many different types of group classes and different mm-hmm. types and sizes of gyms. And I used to be a runner and, you know, I'm, I'm always dabbling. So um, right. I, I just have an excitement for all things exercise and fitness. Yeah. And you kind of, you latched onto this chapter pretty quickly. And, and actually I thought your logic was amazing um, in that you come from this background. So this one really speaks to you. It's something you, you see a lot of. Yeah, totally. Um, Not, not in just like the semantics of training versus exercising or general fitness, whatever it is that you want to call it. It's more in the misunderstanding of the concept. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, folks get caught in this trap of the more I do, the more I must be on a quest towards something. Right. And that's not necessarily true. Um, you know, at a certain point, you're either just exhausting yourself or you're just misdirected and you're doing all of these different things, which is cool. And trust me, I've been there. Um, but yeah, you're, you're either at a maintenance mode or you're just going far and beyond because you just don't have a direction. And I think that's a really sad trap to be caught in. So I've always found, you know, somehow it's my way or it's my place to try to help people get out of that mindset if that's what they want to do. But it's not really a bad thing either. If, if all you want to do is, is go to different classes and try different things and, go for it. But if you're striving to reach a goal or if you are a single sport or a single focus, then, you know, if you've got a goal, you really just need to slim things down and and get organized. Yeah. Even if that goal is just to improve yourself in a specific way, you know, it doesn't have to be an event or a race or a rock climb or, you know, it doesn't have to be some big specific goal. It might just be I want to improve my cardiovascular fitness, you know, and in that case, there's, there's a way to train that can get you there in an effective way, in a, in a fun way, you know, and, and provide you with this, these checkpoints along the way that you can feel good about and, and get you there. Whereas, uh, like you said, if you want to work out, if you just want to go to random classes and have fun, you'll, you might get fit. It's mm-hmm. just not going to be in any really specific way and reaching any specific goal. Right. And even if you're consistent with with something, if you don't have if you don't have the goal in mind and if you don't have the specifics to get there, then you're still not necessarily progressing toward anything. You're mm-hmm. still in a cycle. Um, for example, uh, you know, CrossFit style classes and and those types, I mean I am a CrossFit climber, I would say. I I like doing both. Sure. Um, but you don't circle around 
to the same exercise very much, or you don't, you know, there, there's a specific pattern that's built by the folks that write the programming, but it's for the general population that shows up there. Right. Um, so, you know, they're not writing the program for you. You might be cherry picking which classes you want to go to, which also, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, leads to this trap. Um, so, you know, I think it's always fine to have the thing that gives you joy and that you just want to do to keep your mind off things and just move and not have to follow any rigor, you know, rigorous regimen. But, you know, if you, if you are that single sport athlete, or if you do have that goal and it's, it's important to you and it's time sensitive, then, you know, you might want to trim that out for at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, also, it's, not a, it's not a rule forever. It's sometimes, you know, it can just be a temporary rule just depending on what you want to do. Right. It's also important to, you know, note that I, I'm a dedicated climber, for instance. I have climbing goals. I train for my climbing goals. But then there are also times when I just want to go climb to have fun. And I just want to, you know, I'm going to be exercising. I want to go out and I want to move but it really has nothing to do with my training or my performance other than my mental health. Like I I just want to go have fun. You can certainly do that. You can do both. You can work out for the fun of it and you can train in that specific thing. And and the two can work really well together. Yeah. I don't, I don't think, I think it's actually necessary. I think if you're, Mm if you're stuck in a prescriptive format and, you know, you don't know how to let go of that and you don't build yourself in a, a for fun session, yeah, you know, I, I think, you know, it's double-edged sword on either side. You got to find that happy medium. And even if it's just one session a week or every other week that you're like, I'm just going to go in and move. I just need to move. I, yeah. I highly recommend that. And I, I try to, you know, enforce that with most of my clients even because by the time they're done with their training program, there's that, what do I do now feeling? And I don't know how to go back into the gym and implement this on my own. So being able to just be by yourself and just figure things out or don't and, and, you know, just go with the flow for once. Yeah. There's, it's funny you say that there's a lot of resistance from some clients if it's, you know, if they've just finished a training program, some want to immediately start another training program. And I'm like, why don't you go climbing in the gym for a while? You know, if you want to call it performance and you want to treat it like performance, then do that. But whether it's outside or in the gym, just go climbing for a little while, you know, have fun, see, see what parts of the training took hold and what parts didn't and what you might need to work on the next time. You know, if you, if you need a specific reason to be in there, those are your reasons, but just go climbing. You know, it's, it's tough for a lot of people. We feel like we should constantly be training and, you know, something like this chapter that's saying, you know, very pointedly to people, you aren't actually training. I'm not, at the same time, I'm not really giving them permission to not be training. You know, mm-hmm. I'm saying that's fine. You can go work out. But part of training well is having time away from it also. Yep, definitely. And there's there's the other side of it where, you know, I think we're focusing a lot on the people that are almost on that overtraining spectrum because they want to do a lot yeah. and they want to pick up all these, you know, different sports or, or learn something new, or they're just so focused on their one thing. But mm-hmm. if you're just sprinkling in a workout once a week or, and it's 
something totally outside of of the spectrum of what you did the previous week or you know in any case if you're just sprinkling them in throughout the month that's also not training um that's enjoying a, a workout for that day or for that week um you know so again, like I, I feel like I have so much experience and all these, I'm, I am all of these people. I feel like I've been through it all, but there was a point in my life where I would, oh, I'm just going to go to yoga today. And that's on a Monday. And then, oh, I, I haven't really moved a lot today. I'm just going to go for a run really quick. And that's on like right. Thursday. And then over the weekend, I'm like, mm, let me go to a, like an orange theory. I, I really just need to burn a bunch of calories and like, I need to sweat and f- kill myself by the end of this session. Like, yeah. I, I was that person for, for a while and I can't say it was effective because there was, it didn't, I, I don't know what it did. It, it just kept me trying different things, but I didn't get better at yoga. I didn't get faster as a runner. Right. I was like keeping up in orange theory, but I wasn't doing any of those consistently and I right. wasn't really doing anything enough. It was two or three, you know, exercises or workouts a week. So Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's all about timing and consistency, but also allowing yourself that break to just go, just go do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You know, something we don't talk about often here, um, and something you said just kind of sparked this this idea in my head, is that training. You know, as a word, it used to be this bad word in climbing. Nobody wanted to train. You know, and and still quite often we'll get emails from people who want to know what a training plan looks like if it allows time for climbing and i'm like well a lot of your training is going to be climbing it's just going to be really specific intentional climbing and so many people when they hear the word training think that means hangboarding, lifting weights. Those are the only things. Yeah, exactly. Those are the only things you can do while training. But the most specific way to train for climbing is climbing. And if you can do it in a really intentional way that continues progressing you toward where you want to be, then that is training. Exactly. And it doesn't have to change very much outside of that. But you know, the volume is going to change the intensity. You know, obviously we manipulate some factors, but you know, we're not saying change up your schedule. It can it can be very similar for a very long time. Yeah. Just modify a couple of things, even just modifying your mindset mm-hmm. um, going into the session. But yeah, that, that's funny. Um, training it does have this like connotation of lifting weights. Yeah, and you know, I don't know where that came from in the climbing world. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. What was training before, you know, like were people just not climbing to train for climbing and training has always just been lifting weights and now we have to undo that message. I don't know. But when folks are like, what's my training plan versus my climbing plan? I'm like, it's all the same. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, you know, we, we do talk about this quite a bit that you know, there there is a, a movement in climbing training away from specificity. Like, let's let's try to boil all these things down to their, you know, to one single action, and let's train that thing. Even though, even though once we've done that, it looks nothing like climbing anymore. You know, and and we're not sure whether it actually 
will help your climbing, but we think it does because we got here via this long winding road, you know, starting at climbing. And, and I think that helps people forget that climbing is the most specific way to train for climbing. Um, so I think it's worth reiterating that over yeah. and over and over until, until people do understand that climbing can be training. I think you've said before, like, there is no substitute for climbing other than climbing. Like, you're not going to get better by picking everything apart and doing a hangboarding session and practicing certain drills and movements. And you can break it down as many times as you want. You'll get better at those skills individually, but put you back on the wall and you're going to feel all wonky and uncoordinated and you know, and, and if you're, you know, only training on a certain angle or a certain hold type, you know, even that can be way too specific and you just got to go to a different gym or, or get outside somewhere else, Mm -hmm. you know, step away from, from what you've been doing and make sure that you're getting all of those varieties because that is climbing unless all you want to do is climb at 40 degrees. Right. Right. it, It all comes down to what you want and, you know, are you doing something that will systematically get you to that place that you want to be, you know? And and if you are and that looks like just having fun, great. Um, but if you're not, you know, have, have a friend who pays attention to this stuff be real with you, give you the hard truth, you know, talk to a coach. Um, there's lots of us out there now and, you know, we're, we're happy to schedule you in to chat with you about this stuff so and build your training (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) well jess i i appreciate you taking the time and you and miles both were were great and you know giving me some of your time and i know you've got scout at home and that's you know means even more to me that you would take the time to do this so yeah, of course. Uh, I'm, I don't know how his went, but mine just felt like a little bit of a vent. Yeah. You know, uh, this is, like I said, this is something that's important to me and it's so commonly misunderstood that I feel like I just went to therapy or something. Good, good. <laughs> so I should be thanking you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll we'll do more of these for sure. I'm, I'm hoping to drive out to the Midwest sometime soon and I'll stop through St. Louis like I kind of always do on those drives and hopefully we can sit down and record some more of these. So, Yeah, please do. And please keep putting the pressure on us to visit you because... Oh, I will. I will. I'll put it on more now. Tomorrow, the false ceiling. Has your skill set limited your training gains? We don't tweet. We scream like eagles.
Time for the 